Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's time once again for the Midweek War. We are here to talk about Ring of Honor. Now, full disclosure, my DVR was being a jobber this week, so I got to see about two-thirds of Ring of Honor. I didn't get to watch the main event. But the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton, is here to tell me all about it. Eamon, how are you, sir? Yes, indeed. I, I get to catch all of Ring of Honor this week. We'll go into the, to the episode. But, yeah, uh, t- go, excited to talk about some ROH this week. All righty. And, uh, Eamon, what is your word for Ring of Honor this week? Uh, my word is... Um, I'm trying to think of a. I can't think of words for some reason, but I'm trying to think of um, matchmaking. Is that one word? If you put like yeah. a little hyphen between it, okay. Yeah, that's one matchmaking. word. Matchmaking, matchmaking, match me a match. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go into the matchmaking of, of this week's show, but yeah. All right. Uh, my one word for this week is hoss. That was my. That was literally <laughs> going to be my my word until yeah. I thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, all right. I'll do my good this week. Um, my good is uh the opening match, mm-hmm. Donovan Dijak versus Moose. Holy shit, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, c- considering like Dijak is just kind of like Jay Lethal's undersecretary in the House of Truth, but that was that was a fun, explosive match. I love when big guys do things that big, guy- big guys should not be doing. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that they were like trying to one up each other too. Yeah, it was really great. Also, when was the last time? And maybe it's happened more recently than I can think of, and I'm just it's just not coming to my mind. When was the last time we had a one on one match where there's a face manager and a heel manager? No, that's a good point. Uh like like not like not tag team partners are outside, not you know, like Xavier Woods out there with his trombone, although that's awesome. He's not a manager. He's a wrestler. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the last time I saw a singles match where both people had managers and one was a heel and one was a face. That's a good point. I, I cannot remember when that happened last. I, I cannot. I just... Nothing is coming to my mind. Yeah, I feel like it's it's... I mean, it's a thing we've been asking for for years, but that resurgence of managers, mm-hmm. and, that, and that, I mean, that's cool to see, is that we get a lot more, you know, managerial-based kind of stuff nowadays, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the closest thing we've had, I think, is Bob Villains versus Blake and Murphy, but Alexa and Blue Pants were both wrestlers. Are so. wrestlers, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was just fun to see. Like, you know, I think, I think, I think the only other one was, um, or the most recent one, I should say, was uh, when they had Rusev with Lana uh, in his corner and Jack Swagger with Zeb. Yeah, yeah, you're that right. May be the, that may you're be the right. closest one. Yeah, that that yeah that makes the most sense because neither Zeb or Lana are wrestlers. I was trying to think of the la- like just managers in general that aren't also wrestlers, and yeah, 
Lana and Lana and uh, Zeb. That wow, and that's a couple of years back now. Yeah, we we need more managers. <laughs> we need you know who could use a fucking manager? Roman goddamn Reigns. Probably that man could use a manager. I'm not even talking Paul Heyman. I'm just talking anyone to say his words for him. <laughs> John Stewart, I know you're bored. Manage Roman Reigns. Um, but yeah, uh, that that match was Moose and Dijak just brought it. Like they they just fucking opened the show, and in my opinion, stole the show. Mm-hmm. They they stole they stole the entire program tonight. I I think I agree. I like the main event, but I agree. I really really enjoyed that match. All right, uh, Amy, what was your good for this week? Uh, my good for this week, other than uh, other than the opener, would probably be the main event. Um, I, I thought it told a really great story. They definitely told the story of O'Reilly trying to get at Adam Cole, but Adam Cole kept weaseling his way out. They didn't really, I think O'Reilly like knocked him off the apron once or whatever. Um, but that was the only like real interaction between the two. Um, I thought it was fun. I re- I'm really starting to really like the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like I, th- I feel like when Be- Bennett and Taven have always been kind of like they're, they're either you love them or you hate them in Ring of Honor. Because uh, some people can find them kind of boring, but I think when they get to be heels and they get to be, you know, jawing with other people and stuff like that, they're really entertaining. I think it. I think it's also at least from the limited exposure I've had of them, when they have a storyline, mm-hmm. like when they're motivated, their characters seem to be like at peak douchebagginess. Yeah, because other like when they're just like the third or fourth team in a tag team title feud. It kind of seems like they're phoning it in a little bit, but when mm-hmm. they have something to like really glom onto, like this whole Adam Cole situation, they were getting into it. Yeah, I, I think like it may that. have. I think it may have been because I was at the uh, the pay per view, the most recent pay per view, and I really love their stuff there because they did a great job of just like being those you know jerk heels. Like, they, I've, I really enjoyed that a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Amit, what was your bad this week? Uh, my bad for this week. Um, I won't go into Nigel. I I get Nigel McGuinness's like the the matches he made, um, and stuff like that. Um, one thing I really didn't like was the um. I get what they were trying to do with the Cedric Alexander thing. My thing is like legitimately that match with Moose, the the no DQ match, was extremely crazy and violent and. Yeah, I, I, it's right to say that somebody you know could have gotten injured, and then immediately when he comes out all taped up, the guy's like, "I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if he's really injured." It's like, what do you mean you don't know? Well, see the th- the thing about this for me is this match would have had much more of an impact if it happened. Oh, I don't know, like a, a, the a, week a, the week a, after. The week after the pay per view. That's fair, because okay, in the sense it's, of, it's been over a month since All Star Extravaganza. That's true. The thing is, this technically was taped the day after. Yeah, no, and I get that. I understand <laughs> that, but you have to understand from a TV viewer point of view. Yeah, I understand that. It doesn't make fucking sense. Not at all. But, like, like if you can't recover a month after the pay per view. You better go see a fucking doctor, because Moose fucked you up. That's true. <laughs> At the same time, Moose hit a drop kick on Cedric Alexander from when Cedric was on the turnbuckles, and Cedric like went splat to the floor, like he didn't catch anything. <laughs> um, 
that I, that was a violent match. I, I I don't know. I just feel like, especially with Nigel saying it, like mm-hmm. you, it, it's hard because Nigel's the, you know, you know, supposed figurehead or whatever. So it's like, yeah, that, that makes it kind of difficult. Also, I'd I'd like to thank Ring of Honor for not having Steve Carino on this week, because... <laughs> and he won't be on next week. Thank God, because um, but... next week uh, the Bucks are taking on uh, Silas Young and the Beer City Bruiser. Oh, oh, uh, I get to enjoy a Young Bucks match. <laughs> Thank you. I actually get to enjoy one without dreading every time they hit a super kick. They're just gonna uh, wheel them out in the middle of the match, and you're gonna be so angry. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna have like a staples that was easy button. Yeah, just press it. Just a super super kick. Um, no, but I, I'm thanking them for not having Carino because then we wouldn't have gotten any comments about uh, Veda Scott's legal briefs because you yeah. know that would you know that would have been there. Yeah, I mean, granted, I approve of Veda Scott's legal briefs. I really do. In fact, I wouldn't mind if she filibustered or once in a while. Jesus, <laughs> sorry. I, I love you, Veda Scott. You're right here, right here in my heart. I'm, I'm, I have to work with her someday. <laughs> you get, Amen, Amen, nomenclature. You get to work with her someday. I do the pleasure. You, you get the <laughs> anyway. Um, my bad for this week. Uh it's not so much as a bad. It's a I'm disappointed, and mm-hmm. it's Dalton Castle. Disappointed that he's so sad. No, no. Disappointed that they're not doing more with this. Like Dalton, Dalton coming out without his fanfare was sad. Dalton, then, okay. Dalton, like snapping his fingers and waiting for the boys to magically yeah. appear in front of him. That was great. Him looking at the ropes and no one holding the ropes open for him. That was great. But you don't think it translated into a match. No, it did. It, it tra- his aggression translated, but I need a promo. I need a promo. I need maybe Silas holds one of the boys out at the stage and distracts Dalton. I I need something. I need yeah. something to make it look like these guys are in the same arena at the same time because otherwise it doesn't work for me. Like I I don't want to I I agree with you, but I don't want to say this is like a cop out or whatever, but it's like that's Ring of Honor. Like, I know, but it shouldn't be. Like, <laughs> you're, you're also telling a story. You're trying to tell a story, and it's a story I want to be told. I'm like a kid. I'm like a little kid waiting to go to bed, giving you this big book, like, Mommy, Mommy, read me a story. And they just start thumbing through it, skipping all the important parts. Like, I like there's aspects of there's stories in Ring of Honor and other places where you where you tell the stories through matches and in the ring, but this is of of two young men getting you know. abducted. Abducted. Yeah. You can say it. They are getting abducted by racist rednecks. Yeah, that that is what is happening. Well, I think Silas Young's from like Chicago or something. I don't know, but he's pretty much a redneck. <laughs> you can be a redneck from Chicago, Eamon. Don't be redneckist. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, like when we were getting ready to tell this story, I was excited for it because I loved Dalton Castle and Silas Young was playing his part well. But uh-huh. every single week I'm like, can Ring of Honor do this? Because this is a story that 
not demands, but requires segments. Like yeah. it requires backstage interactions or at least ringside interactions. Mm-hmm. That is not Ring of Honor's strong suit. And they're just kind of proving me right, unfortunately. Like, and I really want to see where this progresses. Yeah, in fairness, in fairness, we technically—I'm hoping we'll get some stuff next week with Silas in action. But uh, yeah, yeah, like I hope maybe Dalton comes out to try and talk to the boys or something, or maybe the boys come out in lumberjack outfits, like something hyper manly. Like I, yeah. I, need, I need something. I need something. You can't just take off their masks and beat them up and expect me to go along with that story. I need something else. Yeah. All right. Um, Eamon, what will be your change this week? My change for this week has to deal with the fact. Uh, so I watched this on Ring of Honor Wrestling dot com because I don't have Destination America. Um, just a heads up, Ring of Honor. Uh, I, I know you're concerned. I, I you're very concerned because you tell me every. You know, five minutes when you're not showing me the wrestling on the show, my knees are fine, okay? I don't have knee pain. I don't need knee braces. Okay? <laughs> That's li- it was literally every ad following a, a commercial break, including a cartoon of an old, like, uh, like a poorly done like cartoon commercial of an old lady wanting to play with her like daughter and not being able to get out of her chair because her knees are bad. Like I don't have knee problems. Eamon, you're young. You will have knee problems. One day, but <laughs> not now. But you know what? When you have knee problems, you will thank Carrie Silken. You will thank Ring of Honor. You will thank Nigel McGuinness because you will know where to go for knee pain. Literally, they started like not like bef- like that whole like Ring of Honor like thing before the actual like intro video for the television show. It started with them playing that with the the logo of the the thing being like, if you have knee or joint pain, call. Da, 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 da. It's like <laughs> you're you're beating me over the head with it, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I I'm okay. I'm okay. Ring of Honor. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well, knee pain notwithstanding. Uh. My, I, don't my, Jay, I don't need Jay Lethal yelling at me about it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, everyone needs Jay Lethal yelling at them about something. Yeah. We all do. Um, my change for this week, um, and it's something I've said before, can we change Roderick Strong? <laughs> why, why, why would you want to do that? Um, because I don't know what Roderick Strong is. Like, Eamon, do, do you see what I'm holding in my hand? Mm-hmm. This is a sheet of paper. This is, okay, I didn't, know if you, yeah. I didn't know if you were showing me a specific no, kind no, of No, 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 no. This is a sheet of paper. This is Roderick Strong. Hmm. That's it. He's Mr. He's Mr. ROH, though. You know what? Um, To me, Mr. ROH is the champion or the matchmaker or... <laughs> Not just someone who, like, I don't know what Mr. ROH means. Has he been there the longest? Because I don't think he has. Probably. He's probably, if they were doing, okay, so here's the thing. If they were doing a Ring of Honor world title series, he would be a part of group ROH Originals. <laughs> oh, 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 God. He, he's the genius. Oh, I just threw up, in my, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> 
He's the James Storm of Ring of Honor. <laughs> so he's going to be in NXT soon? Maybe. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What would Roderick Strong's NXT name be? I don't even want to know. All I know about Roderick Strong is people – I don't like directly follow PWG, but people say his PWG stuff's really good. Maybe it is. I don't know. He just – I've never been there. Yeah, but I those know. people probably say his Ring of Honor stuff is really good too. And while he's very ad- well, he's very adequate in the ring, I just don't care. I, I don't care at all. Like his promos to me, like – I, w- I hope there's a whole YouTube feed of Roderick Strong promos because the next time I have insomnia, I'm just going to turn them on. And I have a feeling I'll be out like a light. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. I, I, yeah. I don't mean to be that guy, but yeah, I agree. I've never really been enthralled by his work. Yeah, I mean, it's because I'm not indoctrinated in Ring of Honor. I haven't seen all the stuff that he's done. So you're trying to introduce him to me, and I... Don't get like the other guys I have mostly gotten into because they've either been engaging or I've gotten a backstory. I haven't gotten a single backstory for Roderick Strong. But here's the thing like, at least, and maybe I'm wrong, you know, ring, like diehard ring, a lot of fans will get on me for this, but like, that's been that's that's Roderick Strong. Like, that's been him forever. Like, he's been a guy who wears trunks and wrestles really well. And, like, he's been in a bunch of, like, different stables. He's been in a stable with Austin Aries. Then he was in one with Davey Richards. Then he was in uh, uh, some other stable. Then he was world champion. Then he was with Truth Martini. And then he was with uh, the the Decade. And then he left the Decade. And now he's here. Wait, he was with Truth Martini once? He was When he was Ring of Honor world champion, he was with Truth Martini. Then they should mention that! Yeah. Once! What? You actually, Eamon, you have succeeded in getting me interested in Roderick Strong but just by saying that. I by think, saying I that simple be, fact. I may be wrong, but I believe he was in the original House of Truth. But I may be uh, wrong about that. See, motherfucker. Kevin Kelly, Nigel, Carino, whatever abyss you're in. Not that abyss, another abyss. We'll talk about the other Fucking abyss. tell me shit about Roderick Strong. Just uh, That's interesting. Like now, now I know he knows Truth Martini. He knows how Truth operates his shit, and still he can't beat Jay Lethal. That has me intrigued. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't make his promos any better, but <laughs> but that actually has me intrigued. Uh, yeah. See, Big, like, I, no, like I'm telling you, when I say I want stories, it literally does not take much to get me interested. Give me a line. Give me something I can sink my teeth into. But they, that's the thing. They never mention it. But it, Because it's not the thing they focus on. They focus on the fact that he's Roger Strong. He likes to do backbreakers and he talks to people really hard. But like that's. But you know, if but you're a lot going of, but into... A lot, of, a lot of people do that. I mean, if you're going into a feud with Jay Lethal, who's managed by a guy that used to manage you, maybe you should fucking bring it up once. Like, when Brock Lesnar feuds with Big Show for the umpteen millionth time, they mention, hey, Paul Heyman used to manage the Big Show. Uh They mention it. Even if you have no idea who either of those two guys are, you know, hey, this guy who manages them knows both of these guys implicitly. So maybe that's how Jay Lethal is able to beat Roderick Strong. (laughs) Ah, god damn it. 
Yeah. Ring of Honor, you you need to work on your storytelling. You need to take take. You know what? Just just hire Eamon. No, that's I, a bad I, idea. I'm not. I am. I, I am not <laughs> a, a a booker. I am not a a, a writer yeah. of any kind. No, I know. But Eamon, you are a commentator who at least somewhat knows history of Ring of Honor, and you just got me interested in Roderick Strong in two seconds. In, in fairness, I just like vaguely remember that history. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I will actually look that up when we're done here because now I want to know more about it. Yeah, I think it was like in 2010 or 2011 or something. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look it up because now I'm interested. Like, they gave me a little background on the decade once upon a time on TV. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that about BJ Whitmer. I didn't know why they were called the decade. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. All right. Um, <laughs> Eamon, where did you rank Ring of Honor this week? Uh, it will be my number two for this week. Uh, I think this week's was very close to NXT. Uh, I do just have a bit more like emotional investment in like the stuff NXT is doing. Obviously, we mentioned like the storyline stuff, but like just wrestling wise and, and show quality wise, I feel like it was top notch. Like it was, it was a really good show this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm also gonna give it number two. Um, it's still kind of an incomplete for me. I, I can't really properly rank it because I didn't get to watch the main event yet. I'm going to. I just didn't get a chance to because I was working all day. But uh, the main event sounded good from what you told me about it. And I love the kingdom, so I'll definitely watch that. Uh, if my ranking changes, I'll let you all know next week. But uh, I don't think it will. <laughs> I don't think it will either because NXT was really, really good. And uh, we'll get to the other show. Oh, second. we'll get to the other show. Yeah, that definitely. Uh, but yeah, Ring of Honor was really fun. I loved the first two matches. The first mm-hmm. two matches were really fun. I just wish they'd do a tiny bit more of Dalton Castle. Again, it's the storytelling thing. If Ring of Honor could get like Lucha Underground storytelling, they would be one of my favorite things to watch ever. Mm-hmm. But they're not there yet, and they need to learn how to do TV better. But other than that, it's a solid show. It's a solid wrestling show. And when they're actually doing storyline episodes, they're really good. Uh, so, Eamon, where can the good people of the internet find you? They can find me on Twitter at Amen 2 please They can also find Inspire Pro Wrestling, the company I work for, at Inspire Pro Res. And also check out an event we're doing this Sunday in Austin, Texas called Tagcade. Yeah, uh, I love that name, Amen. I love it. It's a, it's a really great name. Uh, you can check out more information about that over at InspireProWrestling.com. And that's Tagcade with two Gs. With two Gs, because of course it is. <laughs> yeah, of course. It has to be two Gs. Um. You can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. And if you are a fan of the Midweek War, as we know you are, this Tuesday, live.sorgatronmedia.com, we will have Lucha Underground producer, Krista Joseph. You may know him as Big Dick Johnson, but he will be on the Wrestling Mayhem Show proper and the Indie Mayhem Show. So if you like Lucha Underground, get ready for a shit ton of it because we're going to find out everything about Lucha Underground Season 1. We're going to see what we can gleam out of Krista Joseph for Lucha Underground Season 2. And god damn it, I just want to know if Sexy Star is okay. <laughs> because she's not eaten in a while, I'm guessing. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried for her, Eamon. Um I don't know how butterfly butterfly uh, uh, cocoons. Uh, feeding works. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think if she's in the cocoon, she gets nutrients, but you know. God, more questions for Krista Joseph. I need to know about moth cocoons. Damn it. 
Who right. needs to learn the science? <laughs> I will science the shit out of moth cocoons before Tuesday. I am a da- I'm a goddamn engineer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So for Amon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been another edition of the Mid Week War. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.